we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to a uh, Thursday edition of The Rob Carson Show. I don't know if you heard this on the news this morning. You better sit down for the big news. It's breaking news. Breaking news. Sit down. If you if you can, uh, cease what you're doing as long as it's not something necessary like, uh, you know, watching a cooling tower in a nuclear power plant and making sure it doesn't overheat. Uh, but the big news of the day is, are you ready? Joe Biden is old and senile. I know, I know. When the hell did that happen? When the hell did Joe Biden get old and senile and unable to perform the tasks of the presidency? This is a, a completely blindsided upon this. I mean, my God in heaven. Joe Scarborough even admitted that Joe Biden is too old and infirmed. When they say too old... His brain doesn't work. Okay, just say that real quick here, because they want to try to cover the other candidates, you know, because Donald Trump is three years younger, you know, but still old. So they're trying the old thing. It's not old. Dear God in heaven, it's not old. You know, honestly, when you just call Joe Biden old and his ability to do nothing, just being old, it's an insult to old people. All right. And I want to just say something to the people in this audience who are senior citizens. I'm technically a senior citizen, all right? I'm 57 years old. Okay, I, I, okay so I'm technically a senior citizen. Uh, a Gen Zers think that I'm old. That's cool. Millennials probably do, too. It's, it's okay. And you guys who are, in fact, like maybe 70 or 80, I realize... This is your first time being old, and I have nothing against you, uh, you know, because with age comes wisdom, among other things. So never think that I would ever look at someone's age to decide whether or not they are able to function and their brains work. It has nothing to do with age, and every time that the media says it's Biden's age that's doing it, it's an insult to you if you are aged, and presumably those of you who would like like to eventually be aged. So there's uh, so there's that. But but they are acknowledging that Joe Biden is uh, mentally not fit to be the president. That's what they're saying today. And you know when I said that the first time when Joe Biden was running for president, and then you know when I said that uh, that uh, Joe Biden should uh, should uh, would not be able to be a, the uh, the candidate in twenty twenty four. Remember when I said that? Yeah, I said that when Joe Biden was running the last time. All right, so I don't know if I've got some sort of a genius insight. I don't know what the heck, or or maybe I just have common sense like you do. Yeah. 
So I've got some audio from Joe Scarborough and all these morons on MSNBC who are just now coming, having a come-to-Jesus moment and realizing that Joe Biden's brain doesn't work. Now, they're still saying he did everything. Oh, my God, he's done such a good job as a president. He's just, he is the best president now that he has officially planted his seed. Well, that sounded weird. Now, hmm. So now that he's officially gotten so much accomplished, he can officially step aside. Sure. So I'll play some of that audio for you. Uh, and also, uh, I want to start with the kitchen table stuff because now everybody's saying that Joe Biden is too old to run and he should step aside because he's accomplished everything he wants to accomplish. Even the, the economy sucks and it's, and it's terrible. I was watching the, uh, the news last night. If you look at the cost of inflation per household, $7,000 a year, and you look at last year, this last year, wages went down. So when Joe Biden uh, became a president versus now, people are making $4,000 less per year, plus $7,000 additional for inflation. $11,000 a year is how much Joe Biden is costing you and me. And I don't know about you, but if you're making thirty five, forty grand and your wife or her husband is making thirty five or forty grand, eleven thousand dollars when you barely got enough to pay the grocery bills, the gas bills, the whatever, that's a gigantic hit. So they're trying to uh, soft sell Joe Biden and have him depart on a uh, on a golden chariot. But it's not going to work that way because, you see, Joe Biden sucks as a president, sucked as a uh, vice president, sucked as a senator, uh, and has done nothing but enrich himself since he first became a senator way back in 1973. This is, uh, this is Stephen Moore last night with Rob Schmidt on Newsmax talking about the economy and how uh, they're trying to make it seem like Joe Biden's doing a great job. But, you know, there's this thing that... Uh, that is convincing uh, Americans otherwise, and that is uh, they don't have any money. The economic data have been surreally good. I mean, even optimists are just stunned by how quickly and how painlessly inflation has come down. That's not Stephen Moore. You know, no hint of a recession. That's Paul Krugman. He's a doofus. At least so far. Yeah, you know, I listened to Jared Bernstein, and I listened to that Paul Krugman. Uh, clip you just played, Rob, Krugman, and I'm like, Krugman. what country are they talking about? Right. I mean, according to the Census Bureau, and that's the gold standard, Rob, of the economic data, shows a two thousand uh, dollar reduction in median household income. So poor people are getting poor, middle income people are getting screwed here. Maybe the Democratic National Committee donors are doing well, but not too many other people. Out there. Well, yeah, and of course uh, Washington D.C. Man, the uh, the people surrounding Washington D.C., seven of the ten richest counties in America, they're doing just fine, with the exception of D.C. Uh, descending into a pit of hell as far as uh, crime is concerned. And and whereas when I lived in Washington D.C. for a dozen years, I used to go downtown, walk around places, uh, enjoy the downtown. Now people are saying, you know what? I'm not going to go on the metro. I'm going to drive to the grocery store. Then I'm going to sneak in and sneak back because I'm afraid to walk around. Yeah, it's all collapsing on itself. It, it really is. And this uh, this video I found, and no, nobody else is going to be playing this today, but uh, I can relate to this because, you know, i got kids, and uh, and I know what it's like to not have enough money to feed them. And, and it used to be you could go to Taco Bell if you really needed to buy dinner. You could go to Burger King or you could go to McDonald's and, and buy dinner. And a McDonald's uh, dinner uh, for a family for... 
uh, even with uh, maybe say you got uh, one happy meal and three adult meals, about 45 bucks, maybe 50 bucks for that. And then here's this new guy. He's going viral. This is Taco Bell Dad. Listen to Taco Bell Dad. I try not to complain too much, but we just went to Taco Bell and got food for four of us. Now, uh, Libs uh, will say, well, you don't need to go to Taco Bell. Taco Bell's bad for you. You know what? Uh, Americans, even people who are of lower income, should be able to enjoy a quality of life. And yeah, I like Taco Bell food, okay? And people should be able to afford some freaking Taco Bell food as you eat your foie gras in Washington, D.C. It was $53. This morning, we went to an upscale breakfast restaurant and got breakfast for all four of us, including an appetizer, and that was $66. So Taco Bell is almost the same exact price to feed a family of four as it is to go to an upscale breakfast restaurant. Make it make sense. I don't. Well, you don't need to eat out. You, you know, you, 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 the Joe Biden's economy is great, and, and you don't need to eat out. You, you shouldn't go to Taco Bell because it's bad for you and stuff. I understand. I mean, I understand inflation's crazy, but <laughs> this has to be greed. Yeah. Taco Bell, no. I mean, mm, no, it's not. We got three cheesy margarita crunches, and they were $14. Oh, yeah, they're wonderful. So they're like 4 or $5 a piece now. Yeah, pretty much. For a taco. Yeah. At Taco Bell. Sure. A beefy five-layer burrito is three eighty-nine. I don't understand how this can't be inflation. Taco Bell used to be like a dollar. You could get dollar a beefy five-layer burrito was like two bucks. Yeah, the old beefy five-layer burrito. Uh, yeah, I went to uh, Chipotle the other day, and I've been really, you know, focusing on my health. I'm down like sixty pounds altogether, and uh, you know, I've given up everything. I mean, I, my, I'm no fun. I real honestly, uh, the only thing I really have, I guess, is. Uh, my truck and my dogs. But anyway, you know, I went to Chipotle the other day just to have a Chipotle burrito, right? Normally you get one that's about the size of your forearm. It's filled up, you know, a gigantic burrito. And I get the same thing every time. And I get a burrito and a large soda. $15. $15 for a Chipotle burrito and a large soda. There you go. That's, that's living large, ladies and gentlemen. That is living large in Joe Biden's America. And after an $11,000 pay cut... Uh, it's becoming in, it's it's becoming insane. It is uh, everything is costing more. Everything is becoming insane, and everybody knows it. Is inflation killing America's retirement dream? Four in ten investors say higher prices have destroyed plans for their twilight years. That's a good way to end your life, isn't it? Isn't that just to end your life being completely broke, having to work, work yourself to the grave? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Natixis Global Retirement Index found rising prices ranked as the investors both retired still working behind fears of recession and elevated interest rates other than that joe biden is doing a great job and he should just retire and ride off into the sunset yeah i remember when barack obama was the president and when he left i made it made a a line a comparison uh when uh, when barack obama left the white house he walked away from the white house like uh in the second batman the joker walking away from the hospital uh with the nurse's outfit and the explosive detonator in his hand uh except for barack obama walked away from the white house there was a trail of gasoline leading to the lighthouse white house and he flicked a lit cigarette casually into the stream of gas gasoline and walked away and look what we're experiencing now kaboom everybody kaboom that's what this is all about
That's what this is all about. We do have some good news, though. Mitt Romney is not going to uh, run again. Mitt Romney, 76 years old, and and he thinks because he's 76 and is not going to run anymore that Donald Trump shouldn't because he's 77. Well, that's not going to work. But here is Mitt Romney. I want you to listen to uh, Mitt Romney, uh, what he says his accomplishments are, and then realize how good it is that he's finally leaving Congress. I've spent my last 25 years in public service of one kind or another. At the end of another term... I'd be in my mid-80s. Frankly, it's time for a new generation of leaders. Okay. They're the ones that need to make the decisions that will shape the world they will be living in. Making now, we about, face critical challenges. about ages. Mounting national debt, climate change. You've been in public service for 25 years. Why haven't you fixed the debt? And the ambitious authoritarians of Russia and China. He also believes in the climate change nonsense. Neither President Biden nor former President Trump, are leading their party to confront those issues. Oh, please. On deficits and debt, both men refuse to address entitlements, even though they know that this represents two-thirds of federal spending. Why didn't you do anything about it? Donald Trump calls global warming a hoax. It is. And President Biden offers feel-good solutions that make no difference to the global climate. Yeah, well, the global climate. I think we should hear something from Jim Gossett as Mitt retires. Bye-bye. For Mitt, the end is near. Don't let the door. I won't be running. Hit you in the end. For re-election. As you walk out it. The voters made it clear. They're ready to change direction. This would normally make me sad, but now. Utah, I betrayed. I serve the state. Nice guitar work there, In an unfit way. (laughs) But more. Yes. Much more than this. What, Mitt? I did it Mitt's way. I turned on Trump. But enough. Cause you can bet. I want it in his cabinet. Big finish. Should be ashamed to show my face. Voted for him, geez. It's clear to see. Can't trust Romney. He'll do it. Mitch way. But not much longer. So I'll step down. Because you're a clown. Because I'm a clown. Oh, nice. Who <laughs> does it? Mitch way. Oh, my I got to tell you, that's a pretty darn good way to start the show, and it's only going to get better. Uh, Coming up, uh, space aliens on display in Mexico. Chris Plant has got some observations on that. And then we're going to get into old Joe Scarborough and all these liberals finally realizing that Joe Biden's brain doesn't work. Isn't that just remarkable? The number is 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. I had to laugh. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney uh, <laughs> is pleading for someone to hire him for an epic uh, beer commercial for an upcoming Super Bowl. 
Yeah, she says it would be epic if in like 10 years I got to do a beer commercial for the Super Bowl. No, if they ever decided to ruin the Super Bowl, which they almost did, by the way, the BLM supporting and all that stuff. If they ever wanted just to ruin the sport of football, then certainly, certainly allow Dylan Mulvaney to uh, to be a part of uh, a part of that. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I'm just saying because there are too many businesses who want to stay in business. Uh, wow. Did you see... Last night I was watching the uh, Alien Corpse video. Did you see that? They had the Alien Corpses in Mexico. <laughs> they had the Alien Corpses in Mexico. And uh, so they, they, they showed uh, the Alien Corpses uh, to the Mexican Congress by a journalist and UFO enthusiast uh, displayed. They say they found these uh, these aliens. They're a thousand years old, these little space aliens, uh, which, by the way, looked like a, a display at Halloween Express. So I'm just going to say right at the very beginning of this, I saw it and I went, Wow, sure, those are space aliens. I mean, is this what you got? Chris Plant, my buddy, uh, syndicated columnist, and he's got a show on, uh, on Newsmax. Here's what he had to say about it. Uh, two, he says, 1,000-year-old aliens, aliens, you know, the space kind, to Mexico's Congress, which I think is naturally where you'd take space aliens well, if course, you found yeah, them. I would, yeah. He claims that uh, they were found fossilized. In a well, they immediately discovered that they're uh, aliens, so they suggested sending them right across the border. Even in Peru which is where you look for fossilized aliens. These are the only two aliens who haven't come across the border. And the extraterrestrials, as they're uh, being uh, called, have only three fingers. I think E.T. had three <laughs> fingers and an opposable thumb. And yes, uh, one yes, of them yes. is believed to have eggs and ovaries, which means the Democrats think it's a man. Yes, because, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, 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 brilliant. And, of course, uh, Jim, Jim Pellegrino had the line of the night. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty wacky. And they're, and they're little fellas. They're like this big. And uh, last time they were uh, human babies. Know, uh, but by the looks of them, I think he's ready to run for Senate here. No, 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 no. <laughs> right yes. in on Capitol Hill. There's an unseen <laughs> open in Utah. <laughs> there we go. Yes, That's right. right. Hallelujah. Yes, there is. Yes, yeah. and uh, each of the 1,000-year-old uh, alien corpses have more cognitive ability than uh, Dianne Feinstein and Joe Biden combined. So the uh, space aliens <laughs> were displayed yesterday. We, we live in some insane times, don't we? Headline from John Schindler, Washington Examiner. The deep state tells Biden to retire. <laughs> Recent polling indicates that more than two-thirds of Democrats think Joe Biden is too elderly. He's too elderly to serve another term in office. Uh, you know, and then, of course, there's the possibility that uh, Kamala Harris is going to be the, uh, the president. Any Republican opponent would likely easily defeat Harris because uh, she's not smart. You know, as much as uh, as much as the View hosts think that Kamala Harris is great, I think I got I think I got Sonny Hostin saying what a brilliant uh, person that uh, Kamala Harris is. Yeah, here is here is Ka- uh, uh, Sonny Hostin saying Kamala Harris is ready to go. Still strange to me. Why is Kamala so dangerous? Right. That's why do you think she's I don't so dangerous? Know, Whoopi. That's kind of offensive to me. And the other thing is she's unprepared. Um, just real quick, I, for those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, when I play sound bites from The View and uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, uh, you lose IQ points. So if you're driving or something, just be careful because about every five or six seconds you use you lose as many IQ points. So uh, you will bounce back, but it's going to get a little scary. So here it is. Kamala Harris, uh, by the way, was the first woman elected DA of San Francisco, the first woman to be attorney general of California. She's the first female vice president. She's been on the job doing a damn good job. And one plus one equals four. 
<clears throat> See what I mean? I am so tired of people questioning her qualifications. The woman is ready to lead. Uh, three plus three equals giraffe. She need, if she needs to lead, but I don't think Joe Biden's going anywhere because I see him on his bike in Delaware. I can't bike that much. Shoe, hat, airplane. And I mean, he's 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 fit. And let's compare the Republican candidate who eats cheeseburgers and throws spaghetti at the wall. I mean, derp, derp. Is, is he prepared? Derp. We will win the election. You we will win. win. We will win re-election. There is too much at stake, and the American people know it. You're 58 now. If you... Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Wow, what the hell happened? What just happened? I know I started to play a sound bite from The View, and then it all went blank. Unreal. The deep state realizes Joe Biden is done. Even Joe Scarborough, audio, next. Don't go anywhere. Hey guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. It's the dead of night. You're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What is your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC-14 tip-up pistol from EAA Corp. And Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength, disabilities, or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodnight to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back down, and you're ready to fire. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boosting a 13-plus-1 round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience. Available with all EAA Corp. distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit EAACorp.com today. That's EAACorp.com. I want to mention something. Uh, Jim Gossett is going to show uh, uh, this weekend. Jim's the guy who does all the song parodies. I work with him. And uh, anyway, it's going to be uh, this Saturday night at Logan's Row House, Roadhouse, I should say, in McDonough, Georgia, outside of Atlanta. And if you'd like uh, tickets to the show, could be a lot of fu- lot of fun. Uh, six seven eight eight two nine show six seven eight eight two nine show. So uh, yeah, the deep state tells Joe Biden to retire. Uh, David Ignatius, Washington Post associate editor, senior foreign affairs writer, says that uh, Joe Biden should not run again in 2024. I have some audio from him in just a moment. But here's Joe Scarborough, who uh, I I don't even know. I I don't know how you go from um, being a rising star in the conservative movement, being a congressman, uh, voting relatively conservatively, uh, filling in for Rush Limbaugh, and then becoming uh, just complete bat guano crazy down with everything that MSNBC says. And the only thing I can think of, uh, you know, is uh, Yoko Brzezinski. All, uh, it, it talks a lot about Trump, but when it comes to Joe Biden, people say, man, he's too old to run, isn't he? I mean, he's not going to, he's not really going to run. Every discussion, when I say every discussion, I don't mean 99% of the discussions. Every discussion. So not only does he say it, but also Ignatius says that everybody they talk to says that Joe Biden is too old to run. Well, why the hell hasn't that been a news story? 
If everybody in liberal circles is saying that Joe Biden is too old and infirm to run, why have none of the news, the major alphabet news networks, considered that to be credible until yesterday? Well, because of the polling and the uh, impeachment inquiry. That's why. We got it. I asked Reverend Al if he was hearing it all the time on our show this past week. He's hearing it as well. So, you know, we often will complain about Republicans who will say one thing about Donald Trump off the air and another on air. Well, let me just say Democrats off the air will say Joe Biden's too old. Why is he running? Why are you bringing it up today? When just like last week, you said that his mental faculties were spot on. He was a great leader. That's what Joe Scarborough said like last week. On the air, they won't mm-hmm. say that. So yeah. I commend I commend David for at least raising the question. I mean, my, my question, of course, Willie, is uh, who can do a better job with, uh, as president as Joe Biden? Uh, and uh, who can be... Th- Anybody who just says, okay, to everything that uh, Barack Obama and his associates tell him to do. That's the perfect president. That's why Joe Biden is the perfect president. This is, oh, did you hear? Uh, Megyn Kelly did a uh, an interview with Donald Trump. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing, but here is uh, what happened when he was asked about age. It's not age. Joe Biden at age 80 is too old to be president. Are they right? No, not not for the reason of old, because ah. I have many friends that are in their 80s. I have friends, Bernie yes. Marcus, that are in their 90s, and they're sharp as a tack, just I mean, I would say just about what they used to be. Uh, No, not old. He's incompetent. Age is interesting because some people are very sharp and some people do lose it, but you lose it at 40 and 50 also. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, no, he's not too old at all. He's uh, grossly incompetent. You look at some of the great you look at some of the great world leaders. They were in their 80s and they did. I mean, Churchill, so many people. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were phenomenal in their 80s. Uh, what about Nelson Mandela, lefties? He's your hero. It's a great wisdom if you're, if you're not uh, in a position like him. But if you go back 25 years, he wasn't the sharpest tech either. <laughs> he's never been very smart. He steals all of his lines. and uh, He's got a terrible record. I mean, the first time he built a million dollar, or bought a million dollar house was like in 1975 when he was making $75,000. So you figure it out. <laughs> you figure it out. And John Kirby is, uh, I got to tell you, I don't even know what to say about John Kirby. John Kirby uh, yesterday was asked why Joe Biden keeps making crap up. Why, why does he keep saying stuff? Like the other day, uh, you know, he said that he was at the ground zero on 9-12-2001, the day after, peering through the wreckage, like looking into the eye, the, uh, the uh, what, the, uh, the pits of hell, the pits of hell. Here is, here's John Kirby being asked and avoiding the fact that the president of the United States brain is gone. In the past couple of weeks, uh, the president has lied about being at ground zero the day after the September 11th attacks, mm-hmm. falsely claimed he saw the Pittsburgh Bridge collapse. Uh, claimed his grandfather died in the hospital days before his birth. What Stepped is- on Plymouth Rock, the very first pilgrim. He said he did it. On with the president. Is he just believing things? Told Abraham Lincoln not to go to the theater. Didn't happen, did happen, or is he just randomly making stuff up? <laughs> the president uh, was deeply touched and honored to be able to spend 9-11 with uh, military members. This is a distraction. Alaska and yeah. some families. Listen, to distraction. Uh, and... Uh, was uh, was was honored by their presence and the chance to make an um, important set of remarks about why we need to continue to remember that day, um, and he did that, um, and he spoke about 
Uh, yeah, you still haven't addressed the fact that he lied about being there on the third, on the twelfth. The ground zero, which he did participate in. No, uh, he didn't. Uh, about no. a week or so after uh, uh, the the event. Oh, is that um, it? Okay. And what that looked, and what that smelled, and what like, like that felt like. Sure. Uh, and it had a visceral impact on him, as it did so many other Americans on that terrible day. And he's focused on making sure <laughs> that an attack like that never happens like, again. He's focused. That's funny. He's focused on making sure an attack like that doesn't happen again, even though thousands of uh, uh, illegals, millions of illegals are pointing across the border, and many of them have been confirmed to be uh, terrorist suspects. So, yeah, he's doing a good job there. Oh, by the way, Robert Kennedy Jr. is uh, protesting outside of the DNC's war on uh, democracy. Uh, they're going to be he's going to be there at the DNC uh, meeting in Washington, D.C. with a big uh, vehicle. Now, for those of you uh, Democrats who think it's funny that Donald Trump is being indicted four times to interrupt in the uh, the election um, so that they can get rid of Donald Trump as a candidate and uh, and someone else can make the decision who the Republican candidate is going to be. They're doing the same thing to you, you Bernie voters. Remember Bernie 2016? They paid him off so uh, he would bow out and let Hillary Clinton be the candidate. Do you, do you like having your candidate chosen for you? Do you want to live in a country where uh, deep staters decide which candidates run for which party? I mean, that's kind of what's been happening to the Republican Party. I, I had to vote for Mitt Romney. He was the uh, the candidate. Uh, John McCain was the candidate. Neither of them were good candidates compared to, you know, people with real conservative cred. But that's where we're headed, right? Isn't that kind of where we're headed? It's uh, it's unbelievable. And here is a, here's the president in Vietnam the other day uh, re, re-remembering a line that didn't ever happen in any movie ever. And there's a, my... My brother loves heaven. There's famous lines from movies that he always quotes. You know, and one one of them is there's there's a movie about John Wayne. He's an Indian scout, and they're trying to get the I think it was the Apache, one of the yeah, great sure. tribes of America, back on the reservation. And then Doc pulled up driving a DeLorean, and he put some garbage into the uh, flux capacitor. And he's standing with the union, so he's all on. They're in their, yeah. on their horses and their saddles, and there's three or four Indians in headdresses, and the Union soldiers. The Union soldiers basically saying the Indians. And Charlotte, Scarlet, she came to the bottom of the stairs, and Rhett was there, and he said, "Thank you. I don't give a damn." Maybe we'll take care of you. We'll be everything. Will be good. And the <laughs> Indian scout, the Indian yes. looks at John Wayne and points to the Union soldier. What's he say? He's a lion, dog-faced pony soldier. Well, there was a lot of line dog face pony soldiers out there, but yeah, the line never happened. But he uh, he he made it happen, so <laughs> it's remarkable. Uh, before I, I got a little audio from Nancy Pelosi, I want to play too, and then then I've got other things we're going to get to. Uh, Ron DeSantis has dropped to fourth place in uh, South Carolina. It's interesting. I'm not saying that Ron DeSantis is bad or otherwise. You want to support Ron DeSantis? Well, it's fine. But he's fallen to uh, fourth place in South Carolina. Uh, the uh, Florida governor falls behind Nikki Haley and Tim Scott. And, you know, obviously Scott's going to have some advantages in, uh, in South Carolina. But uh, that's the latest uh, with regard to the uh, Republican field. These things are going to, you know, they're going to go up and they're going to go down. That's just the way it is. And, and you can't just, like Nikki Haley won a poll the other day. She was like, she could beat Joe Biden by seven points. 
There was one poll that showed that, and everybody's like, uh, oh, my God, she's got to be the candidate. You know, they're, they're so desperate. The anti-Trumpers, so desperate. They'll take one poll and say, aha. And then this comes out today, and you find out Donald Trump is still head by 40 points, and everybody else is kind of fighting for the crumbs. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi is going to be, uh, what, she's 83 now, right? And she's going to run again, right? And, uh, and nobody say anything about Nancy Pelosi's age, right? If it's just age, and Joe Biden is 81, and suddenly his age is an issue, according to Joe Scarborough, why is it Nancy Pelosi's uh, age a problem? Why isn't she going the same scrutiny today that Joe Biden is uh, going through right now? It's because Joe Biden is senile. I told you that. I told you that, uh, and, and this is a terrible, terrible reality, but dementia doesn't get better. It does not get better. I, I've witnessed it in my life. I've had four or five relatives I watched descend, and, and it's, it's uh, terrible and it's tragic, but it's a reality for some. And uh, unfortunately, uh, that's happening to our president. But here is uh, Nancy Pelosi. This is, uh, I mean, honestly, more, uh, as tone deaf as she's ever been. It's from the courts and what, what they're doing there. Don't um, even ask the question. There's obviously, look, even among very loyal Democrats, there's a lot of concerns about, about the president. Is he the best candidate to defeat Donald Trump, the best candidate to defeat any of the Republicans who are, are running right now? I think so. Uh, pre- uh, yes. Uh, President, uh, President Biden yes, what? Has, um, he has great experience and wisdom. He's been at the... Uh, why haven't we seen that? For a long time, as you know, as a senator, <laughs> vice president, and now president. Yes. He has a vision for our country that's about fairness, very blurred. justice, and addressing the kitchen table issues of America's working families. He has that vision. Um, we're spending $7,000 more per year for the same uh, staples that we did before Joe Biden's presidency. And the average family has lost $4,000 in income. That's $11,000 pay cut for working families since Joe Biden took office. Yeah, hang your hat on that, sunshine. He knows why he wants to be president and is president. He has knowledge of the issues. Oh, boy. And therefore, judgment to be respected and wisdom that he brings so, to the table. So what? We talked about we talked about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. Yeah, the wisdom here. Hold on. We talked about making sure that the third world, the uh, excuse me, third world, the, yeah, the uh, wisdom, the, the, the experience uh, that the uh, southern hemisphere. Let's get him off the stage. Thank, thank you, everybody. This ends the count press conference. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. President Biden's brain is on hold. Please keep holding. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nancy was asked about uh, Kamala Harris, which is also a, a nightmare scenario for the country. Why is there such concern among, <laughs> among a lot of Democrats about him? Well, I, I travel a bit in those circles of Democrats, uh, yes. uh, nationally and <laughs> politically. And while there may be some concerns, everybody's for him. Over- uh, that's not what Joe Scarborough's friends are saying. Everybody's for him. Do you think there's any chance he does not continue running i hope not i hope not i mean this president David has- oh, i hope he does recently came out saying he he thinks the former president should not run yeah so <laughs> that's one <Wow. laughs> and he also said he shouldn't run because he allowed me to go to taiwan nobody allows me to do anything uh, i was speaker of the house and the invitation came from the taiwan okay, government for me great. to go there a little distract action there that's that's nice so 
So, oh, and then there's this: the New York Times and Washington Post both run op-eds branding Biden eighty too old for office. Well, why isn't Nancy Pelosi? I'm just saying, if he's too old for office, with the New York Times raising the specter of him dying before retiring, like uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Nancy Pelosi's eighty-three. <laughs> why? Where, where's the story? Where? Where's the? Where's the story? I don't want to know. Yeah, Ross Douthat. A conservative op-ed writer for the Liberal Times penned a piece entitled 2024 Field of Nightmares, a reverence to the 1989 Field of Dreams movie. Shut up, really? Yeah, I know, I know. So according to Douthat, the high stakes of the next election in which a health crisis or more slippage might be the thing that puts Trump back in the White House and the different uh, but also substantial stakes of another four-year term. He's not going to make it. It's just, and, and it should have been so obvious. I just, I don't... We're just playing a game, right? Aren't we just kind of playing a game that we got people who are children who are in charge of media entities in the government and they're trying to tell us to ignore the obvious and we all are just sitting here going, really? We're watching this kabuki theater and going, oh my God, look at the man. He, they got him out the short stairs to go up the uh, to Air Force One. He's falling down. He's falling off his bike. He can't put together a sentence, Vietnam and all this. And we're all sitting there going, really? Really? It's kind of stupid just to have the discussion at this point, Right. That's, that's, uh, some days I come in here, I'm like, really? I mean, this should be an insult to anyone's intelligence. <laughs> but honestly, they, they keep trying it. And it's, it's just, it's so, it's, it's a, a kabuki theater of the absurd. And that's why I like to make fun of it. Um, I, I got some David Ignatius audio. On show. I know that sounds very esoteric and well, political, but it's just extraordinary to hear him. It, it's, it's just so fantastic. It's, it's the, the emperor is so naked and the, uh, and the people in his court are trying to cover it up. It's remarkable. Uh, your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. Ooh. Chris Stapleton. Love me some Chris Stapleton. Country crossover artist. Amazing. Amazing. Midnight train to Memphis. Uh, one of the many songs on Rob Carson's iPad. Let me speak to myself. Uh, speak about myself in the third person. <laughs> Greg Kelly, uh, he's, his show's moved to a new time on Newsmax. He's on at 9 o'clock Eastern and 8 o'clock Central. And uh, every night at 6 o'clock, it uh, starts with Greta Von Suster and Rob Schmidt, uh, Eric Bowling, Kaboom. I mean, both the guys are getting the best guests ever. I've got some Rob Schmidt audio coming up shortly on the show. Uh, honestly, you know, Tucker left Fox. Fox is kind of flailing about. It, it's funny, last night I, I checked out Jesse, uh, Jesse Waters' show, and three times in one, in one story... He said that Fox was the only network covering Joe Biden's corruption. <laughs> he said, "Whoa, I guess you're kind of missing us over here." Uh, but you know they're competing. They're competing, and they see Newsmax coming up uh, massively. You know, 180 percent increase in prime time in the last few months, and it's in, so they're hitting at us a little bit, and that's fine. We haven't changed our tune like Fox. It's pretty remarkable. Have changed the lineup though, and like I said, Greg Kelly is going to be on at nine o'clock Eastern, and. Uh, Greg is, I don't know, his style is common sense, uh, off script, compelling, funny. I just, he's, he is a, he's cool. Greg Kelly. Uh, go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com or download the Newsmax app, by the way. I listen to, uh, frequently I'm on the road, I listen to uh, Rob Schmidt's show while I'm in the Bronco. 
Oliver Anthony, remember just about a month ago, he, nobody knew Oliver Anthony. He's the guy who did the Richmond, North of Richmond. Well, he uh, he canceled his latest performance because he didn't sign any agreement, and this Knoxville bit venue was going to charge $200 for meet and greets for this guy and $90 just for seats, and he found out about it, got out of his truck, and recorded this. I had to pull off on the side of the road and make this video. I'm, uh... My adrenaline's pumping, man. I'm pissed off right now. And don't buy Cotton Eye Joe tickets for $99 a piece. And sure as hell don't buy VIP passes for whatever price they're on. Um, I have a buddy of mine who's not a booking agent. He's a friend of mine. He's a full-time plumber. And I'm trying to hire him full-time as my booking agent. And uh, he agreed to the show, I guess, without asking for the, what the ticket prices are. <laughs> um, don't pay $100 for a ticket. That's yeah. for uh, if we've got to cancel the venue and play somewhere else, we will. Uh, I didn't agree to it, and I don't want you to pay it. So please don't. Just I'm just trying to get the word out now. It's yeah, like, some venues aren't happy with uh, $10 beers. They've got to charge $200 a ticket. And uh, isn't it this, this the way it is, right? I mean, uh, it's getting so bad you can't afford to eat at Taco Bell. Uh, and and i got to tell you, the price of concert tickets, uh, you know, you look at all the charges on your airline ticket, ain't nothing compared to what they tack onto a concert ticket. That's why I don't go and see a lot of concert tickets anymore. But Oliver Anthony says, uh, nah, I don't think so. All right, so uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. I want to get to that audio from uh, the New York Times columnist says Joe Biden is too old, but Nancy Pelosi is fine. Uh, all of that is on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. No blind rhetoric. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. 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 They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. Real news for real people. 